Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. We still have a long way to go in this very long segment, and it feels very awkward right now. (laughs) Does it not? No, it doesn't feel awkward at all. How so? What it feels like is, is I've told you this entire time, the reason that we don't go after RJ as aggressively as we could is because that RJ exists that you just saw. That was I don't crazy. Think re- I don't think you're ready for that smoke. That was that uh, the guy that called like whatever name Bernie from Virginia, uh, a child's play. What RJ just did is terrifying. <laughs> you know I'm right. Why would he do that? That's why I don't mess with him. Where did that come from? It sits. It sits beneath the surface. He's ready at any moment. He's like it's like a monster. <laughs> He's taking mental notes. God. Just explodes like that. That was terrifying. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to the Knicks a little bit. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Overall, you feel good about that win last night, but you, you and I'm sorry, and I know we were not going to take this tack today. You can never get away from the Knicks making it as difficult as humanly possible. So it's a win. There's no such thing as a bad win, but God do they make it hard every time they get a victory. Yeah, it was ugly. I mean, it's not it's not pretty, but I think my mindset going into that game with Jalen Brunson not in the lineup was, okay, this is a huge game. It's a team you're chasing, and you have to try to find a way. And good on them. Wasn't pretty, but they did it. They found a way. It got contributions from a bunch of different people. Obi Toppin, uh, even Ducey in the in the fourth quarter. Hartenstein made a couple big plays, and R.J. Barrett bounced back. That was another positive thing that happened yesterday. Was he what, bounced Barrett back down the way. stretch of the game? I agree. Yeah. Because, again, like it's, we talked about this earlier in the show, and Tibbs kind of said it after the game, is that one of the things that he really likes about RJ is his mentality. And a lot of guys you know, get, get put on the bench and have to watch their team down the stretch of a game that goes into overtime and is supposed to be one of the best players on the team and isn't in the lineup. Like Some guys would pout about it and be mad about it. And you may not show up the next night. But this guy showed up in a big way, had 30 big points, and, you know, was a big reason that they won. So I give him tons of credit for that. But the finish of these games, man, it's... It's amazing. It's ugly. Like you said it earlier. I mean, you said tutorial. It is. And, and Wally talked about it after the game. It's like the end of that game was like a tutorial on things not to do to try to close out a game. It's, it, it, I can't believe that they do these things, though. Like, you don't see professional teams. You're up by five with five seconds left. The game is over. Right, I mean, let's let's. You're up by five. Right, they had, they had a look and a pretty good look oh, from good an look. elite shooter to the three to win the game. Could you imagine? And again, I I I'm sorry, I didn't want to start the show and get involved in negative Knicks talk. And it's a great win. It's a much needed win. Indiana loses. It keeps team at bay. Right, it keeps you alive for that sixth spot where you wouldn't be involved in the playoff or play in series. I get it, but God, do they make everything difficult? Yeah, it's not pretty to watch. It is not how you draw it up. 
Like the whole idea of Randall getting the ball and then just falling down. I mean, Randall falls down. You make an inbound pass to Randall with, with the biggest defender on the court guarding him. He steals it and goes in and gets fouled. It's like every way that, that there is that they can make this thing as difficult as humanly possible, they find a way to do that. Yeah, and I think the reality of where they're at is like you can't, and again, it, it's been it, it's been this all season long, but th- these are things that that have to get fixed. They have to. Like I know they're coaching it. I know they're. I mean, I know they're watching video on it. I know they practice it. It doesn't look like it. But when you're a team that doesn't have a bunch of superstars on it, and you're kind of sitting here in the middle of like you're in the this middle tier of teams, like you got to be able to execute, man. You have to be able to. But I'm not going to be negative because I promised you I wouldn't be negative. You did. You made in, that in, promise in a game where Jalen Brunson didn't play. You found a way because that you, was a big did. spot. And R- and RJ bounced back tremendously. And you fought and grinded your way to a victory. So there is a lot of positive. But, God, do they make everything so impossible. It, it, it is really, really difficult. And, again, I go back to it. What I mean, the coach, he's got to be better. I'm sorry. I know it's difficult to hear. But it looks like these guys are ill-prepared for the biggest moments of these games. Like, how are you? How do you leave Struess open? Think of all the different plays that went against the Knicks last night in the big moments, right? You get the you almost turned it over. Hero first of all gets a wide open look at a three to tie the game. He misses it. Then they get a rebound. They turn it over. Then then you almost turn it over. Then you get the dunk. You're up by five. They well, get a on, wide on, open hold, look at a three. But hold on, before yeah. you got that dunk though. You, you almost you tur- turned it over. No, you did. You did turn it over, and then they they turn around and turn. Like Hartenstein makes the steal, and then he goes. Then Randall goes in for the dunk. Correct. And Randall has a dunk. You're up five with five and a half seconds left. You leave them open for a wide open. They have two guys that you're scared with shooting the ball. And I don't know if you felt like this. Jimmy Butler to me the, does not look remotely right. No, he did not play well. I mean, not- he, that's not what you're. No, that wasn't points, even Jimmy no. Butler. I don't know who that man was, but that was not Jimmy Butler. But you know what? That's fine. Occasionally, we can get a break as well. You, they have two guys that scare you that can shoot the ball. It's Struess and it's Hero. And Struess, you leave him wide open, wide open for a three. He hits it. Then you turn the ball over, and then you leave him open enough for a three that there was a real chance he was going to hit that, and you lose the game. Could I, I, I? Again, I feel good about the win. I feel a little un, un, uneasy about the way it happened. Could you imagine what today would be like if the Knicks actually lost that game? No. No. You know what it is, too, it, it, I think is interesting, is that we spent all this football season talking about your Giants and how it was a team that wasn't flush with talent but was getting the you know the absolute most out of the talent that they had because it was a team that didn't beat themselves. Right. Which is what teams, like, isn't that the, de- like, when teams aren't the most talented teams, that's how you win games. Right? It's how you win games. It's you limit your mistakes, other teams will make mistakes, and you find ways. It's like, this Knicks team is the only way they have a chance last night. Once it's the I mean, once it's 106, 101, there's five seconds left, you get a five point lead. The only way Miami has any chance is if you screw it up. That's right. That's and it. You, and you did. I mean, and, 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 you did. and you have to screw up so many different times. Yeah, I just don't I I have so much respect for Tibbs, and I've had a chance to sit down and talk with him when I was up in Bristol a couple times and pick his brain. And he's like he's a, a basketball savant. It's like his life. I just don't understand. Like, I feel like there's good enough players on this team that this shouldn't be such an issue. It must drive him crazy. Right. I mean, because you got to imagine he's like, even the play he drew up for Julius the other day, where he's like, well, Julius did a good job catching the ball. Like, you saw the still shot. 
Like you saw it. Like it, what happened was exactly what they drew up to have happen. Was Julius would get the ball, they'd bring the double team, and then Jalen would be wide open. Now it's on the player to get to go execute it. I can only draw it up. Guess who was wide open? Oh, Brunson was standing, and, and remember it was like, well, there was no time. There was time. It was two and a half seconds, I think, when they took that still shot. Yeah, there was time. You kick it out to him, wide open shot, Jalen Brunson. You know what? You could live with that. Not go one on two against the two best defenders in the NBA. Well, not get a shot off. That's the problem. You don't get a shot off. Yeah, see, the Lakers won again last night. I did. Yeah. What is he, like 60-something points away from the record now? That's a good win for us, beating Indy. Oh, very good win. Very, very that good win. That sucks that Jalen Brunson wasn't an all-star either. He's had such a good season, man. He has. He's a good player. He's a he's a real good player. I, 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 I've I said this the entire time. I didn't I didn't realize how good he was. I don't think he had a I mean, he didn't really have a chance. You saw glimpses of it, but I mean, right. that, was, that team was all about Luka. Right. But there were there were times you'd watch him and you'd say, you know, he's really good. But I didn't realize he was this level of good. I thought you know, but by glimpse I mean like in the playoffs, and you saw a couple times where he was. Yeah, like, wow. yeah, yeah. He had a couple of those games. You're like, wow, he's he's a special right. player. But but how many times does a guy dangle? I've got this great potential, and then he comes to a different team, and he's the guy, and he's just not that. He's not that guy. A lot, yeah. But I think that's why people were talking about this being one of the great, you know, great free agent signings. It really, I mean, so good. to think about this, to go from Dallas, which is, I mean, I'm sure they like their basketball, it's not New York, to come to the Knicks and you're there with your dad and you sign a heaping contract and to play at this level, he's terrific. Yeah, but he's, again, like he, he has all the, all the intangible stuff too that you love. And I think that's why he's been able to do it. You hear him after all these games, man. It's like he's, all he's concerned about is getting better. You know, what do you think about the win tonight? Yeah, it was good, but we still have work to do. He's the perfect player. Like he's the perfect Tibbs player. But you know what, too, that bothers me sometimes what? when I watch these games, though, what? is that we do have good players. And then it's like when you see Obi, right? Obi gets something like he hadn't scored the whole game. And then all of a sudden, the fourth quarter, he goes for seven. Right. And it's like I find myself asking the question, like, what what is Obi Toppin's ceiling? Like, what is R.J. Barrett's ceiling? And then I think to myself, like, this team is so poorly put together by Leon Rose. Like, do you, will you ever find out? I don't know. You know, it's funny because I was thinking the same thing last night when Toppin comes in, and, and for the most part, he struggled in that game. Now, granted, Miami plays really good defense, but he was not great until he had some moments in the fourth quarter. And I thought, you know, what what the hell would this team look like if Julius Randle wasn't here? Because everyone's clamoring all the time. Oh, you got to get more time for Toppin. But then you see Toppin, and, and, and oftentimes you're unimpressed with what he brings to the table. Right, but I don't know, like... He was a good college player, and I know he was older, but it was like he has the most refined offensive game, and he had like he, he has no offensive a, game. But that's what they were saying, though. But that was the that was the talk. Like he was like he was more mature, and he would he would be able to step in and you know contribute right away. Now I I haven't seen enough from him, but I always find myself asking the question, even with even with RJ, because I think it's hard for RJ when you see when Jalen, a guy who's like Jalen Brunson's a ball dominant guy, he has the ball in his hands a lot. Like when he's not there and you don't have all those mouths to feed, RJ can kind of, you know, he can kind of assert himself and right. be aggressive. Right. I do think you would get a better version of RJ Barrett if there was no Julius Randle. I do believe that. But I don't know how good Obi Toppin would be if he was counted on to be that guy. No, I don't either. But I just don't know. Like we haven't, we really haven't had the opportunity to find out. And I don't think, I, I mean, how can you? I, you can't. You, you really can't. But I think it just speaks to like we, we have all this. 
know, all this negativity towards the players and towards Tibbs. Yeah, I, I agree with you that some of it has to go towards Leon Rose because it doesn't feel like it's put together very well. At all. No, no. like, the, I mean, Cam Reddish got off to a good start because Grimes was hurt, and now Cam Reddish can't get off the bench. Derek Rose can't play. I mean, Fournier played last night, but for the oh, Vikings... He was, he's, he's terrible. Yeah, no one wants to see him on the floor. No, he's he's really bad. Uh, let, let's go to a couple calls. 1-900-919-3776. Shooter in Stamford. Good morning, Shooter. Woo! Big win. Morning, guys. <laughs> Good morning, Shooter. Um, morning, guys. Morning. Um, I just want to talk about a positive of the game, which was at the end of the game, we flew down the court. We had a nice play drawn up. Boom, boom, boom. Slam by Randall. That looked good. It wasn't Tibbs being yeah, like, shooter, shooter. You know, we had three options. We turned the ball up. We turned the ball over, shooter. Shooter, that, was, that play was not drawn up. That was a good ball movement. That was something that we don't usually do in the closing seconds of a game. So I'm just saying that was positive. Maybe it wasn't drawn up, but at least there was good ball movement. We looked like a good team. I know the pass into Randall, he like just like fell over. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he fell here right. He fell over. Positive. <laughs> I'm just trying to be positive. Like the Knicks are showing signs. I mean, our our best player wasn't playing. They they came to play anyway. And by the way, him not making the All Star game. Trey Young didn't make the All Star game either. That was on the company chat. That's a big deal. Like so, that makes sense. But. He's playing great. Um, Hardenstein, another positive, right? That, he's balling now, man. He's hustling. He's working hard. So I just want to be positive about the Knicks. And also another positive, my sister works for Bud Light Seltzer. And she said, if you guys do an event, she will bring the Bud Light Seltzer. And she'll sponsor the event. How does that sound? That's huh? beautiful. That sounds, beautiful. That sounds buddy. beautiful. You know, you, you'd have to hope, and thanks to the call shooter, that, that Sales is listening to that. Almost as beautiful as that play that they drew up where they would turn it over and then Miami would turn it over and then it would lead to some ball movement and a dunk. You know what? Because Miami cannot score, right? Like offensively, they are really, really challenged. So you'd figure, what, were they up five when Barrett threw that ball away? And then they came down and hit the, the two free throws? I think it was five. They got the steal and they cut it to, uh, to three. Like even if you turned it over, okay. But you have to turn it over that it's a fast break back the other way for them. <laughs> like you couldn't, you couldn't like turn it over. They get the ball under their own basket, and okay, now they have to go down and grind out a couple points. No, no, no. Let's lead them on a fast break down the other way. Go ahead, bam. Here you go. Take it. Hey, you can't make this stuff up, man. You can't. Like it's like the only way we could possibly lose this game is if we make some just boneheaded mistakes. And right. And how many of those have they had? That like the Dallas game was an all-time epic loss. That Friday night game against Chicago at the Garden that they, they had and they missed all those foul shots was a really bad loss. Like, I don't know because I don't watch every team as closely as I do the Knicks. There's no way other teams can can do this all the time, late game stages, can they? No, it doesn't feel like it, no. I mean, we're so close to it, but it doesn't feel like like a team that is hopeful to be a six seed should be able to find new and creative ways every night to make to turn wins into losses or potentially turn wins into losses. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's gross. Like some of it's gross, dude. Like it, I mean, it that, really is. But again, I and I don't want to. I'm just wondering. Like for me, last night it took away a little bit at the end. I know for you it does. And you've been very good about not allowing it to ruin your mood today. I wonder how many Knicks fans out there listen to this conversation, saying to themselves, "God, you guys are so negative about the Knicks," or they hear it, they're like, "You know what? 
you're dead on. Like, they won. That's great. I never want to lose a game. But, God, do they make it difficult every single night. Yeah, you know what I think helps them, though, in this in this spot is that Jalen Brunson didn't play, and it's against the Miami Heat. So you just take, I mean, it's such a big game. You take, I don't care what it looks like, you take any. A win you, is you a take, win. Right, but especially in that moment, though, because it's a big game. You don't have your best player, and right. it's a team that you're chasing. Right. I think it's a fair point. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Today's a very special anniversary, too. A very special anniversary. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. Let's get to some of the calls, though. Let's go to Rick in the Bronx. Rick, good morning. You're on 987 ESPN. Yeah, what's up, guys? Listen, man. Yeah, you guys are negative, man. Every time the Knicks win, y'all don't just enjoy it. The next morning it's, oh, they could have did this, they could have did that. Well, Rick, and Rick, they, you got you got to be fair. Like that that game last night, the the last five minutes, they did almost everything in their power to find a way to not win that game. But they found a way to win the game. That's the bottom line. They won, and here the next morning. You guys killing them. That's why nobody want to come play. And, Rick, I had an argument with you years ago because you always killing the Knicks. I remember arguing with you because you was getting on Carmelo, and I got at you about your man, Matt Harvey. Yeah, that was a long time ago, though, Matt. Rick? <laughs> why did you call him Matt? Because he just said Matt. I don't know. I, 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 get... <laughs> what, is going, what is going on with you? No, no. Here's the thing, though. We do a four, It's a four-hour show. What are you supposed to do? I don't understand. Like you're supposed to not like critique any of the game when they win. It's just a hey, let's be happy they won. I, th- I listen. I think that it's not easy to do. I'm sorry. I think for most people, and, and I said, it, what's your take on this? When you watch your team play well enough to win and win, but then down the stretch, just look. All- I mean, awful at times, and that's the theme of what they are. This is not a one-off. 
This is not they look great down the stretch of every game and this one game they happen to look terrible. Rick, this is what they are. In in the big moments of a big game, the Knicks play their worst basketball. That's got to be concerning. Of course it's concerning, and we should talk about it. I don't I don't think we're overly negative about it. I was the other day, but I don't think today we've been overly negative about, negative about it. They found a way to win a big game. But they did their best to try to blow it. I mean, it's it's the reality of what happened last night. It's it's a win. You don't throw them back. Phenomenal. I and, and maybe I'm wrong because it feels like a lot of people are calling that disagree with us. But for me, I would have a lot different feel this morning if they you know up by five, five seconds left. They 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 cover the Miami players. Takes an impossible shot. Misses it. Knicks rebound. Game over. It just feels like at a certain point, like it's going to come back to bite you, and it has. Like if this is if this is going to be who they are, and it's not going to get fixed, it's going to like they'll they'll come a time this season, and it's already happened. But in big moments, in games that you have to win, in a playoff series where they have a lead, should be able to close it out, but find a way to lose, and people are going to go crazy. And that's, I mean, it's part of of who they are right now. So you have to talk about it. It's not being negative. It's just pointing like I'm pumped that they won. It made my night that they won because Jalen Brunson didn't play. It's a huge game. R.J. Barrett bounces back. You got contributions from a bunch of different guys. Hartenstein, like Obi's struggling, but in the fourth quarter, he shows up with you know seven big points. Deucey had five big points in the fourth. Like everyone, you got um, Quentin Grimes finally kind of broke out of his shooting slump and had a nice game. So there's a lot of positives, but there is there is some negative that you have to talk about. You can't ignore it. What, what is it you want us to do? Just, just not focus on the the totality of the game. Just come on and only see the positives. When the Giants win or the Jets win, it's great. You've won. You feel a lot better. But but there are things you have to focus on that are that are not you know all sunshine and roses. That's all we're doing here. You if I was doing game, a post game show, if this wasn't a, if this wasn't an opinion based radio show, which it is, that's four hours long, and you're supposed to you know have have fun conversations. You know about good stuff, bad stuff, and you know critique coaches and plays. If this was a legit post game show, you'd have to talk about it too. You can't overlook this stuff. No, of course not. I, I used to do the Knicks pre and post game show. You think I would have come on after the game and be like an easy victory for the Knicks as they roll over Miami by two? No, you have to say what happened. And what happened was in the waning moments of that game, the Knicks almost gagged it away. That's the truth. No, I mean the the point. Here is the point though. Because, again, it's, it, we, I feel like we're beating a dead horse. Is The point is is that you hope by talking about it that at some point it gets fixed. You see, you start to see you know, uh, the, their ability to close these games out get better. And it hasn't. That's where my frustration comes from. Because I know having played in the NHL that if we were having a hard time on whatever it was, if it was the penalty kill, the power play, whatever it was, like the last three minutes of a game, we couldn't. We were having a hard time closing out these games. It would be a point of emphasis every single day to clean it up, because we're all about one thing and one thing only, and that's is winning as many games as possible. And if this is the thing that stands in the way of us doing that, right? It would get. It would all our time and energy would go into cleaning it up. And it, I know they're doing it, but it hasn't been cleaned up yet. 
Like no, you have it a, has not. And you my have a good team be, with good players. You have a good team with good players. Is this it, no, sustainable? No. Can can you go into every game, have an eight point lead? Now it's a one point lead, and the other team has a chance with with no. ten seconds left. Like I, I just don't know that you can play like this down down the duration of the season. And and if you want to yell at us, you're welcome to one 3776 Because Rodney also disagrees with us. Good morning, Rodney. Hey guys, how you doing? I just wanted to say, um, I love your show. I'm so glad it's another morning show, a sports morning show locally in New York. So I don't have to listen to that other station, which annoys the hell out of me. So I uh, love your show. Uh, you guys are awesome. Well, thank you. Um, there's a big, there's a big butt coming yeah, here. Yeah, no, there? and you know what? It's not that I don't. It's not that I disagree with you guys. I just look at it as this: the Knicks are a team. I, I feel like this is the only team covered in all of sports that it's damn as they do, damn as they don't. I can guarantee you guys that if they would have made the trade for Donovan Mitchell, there would have been countless articles written about the Knicks got fleeced, the Knicks got fleeced, the Knicks got fleeced. They didn't do the trade. They're still getting articles written about them. I feel like they're a team that it's like you take the good with the bad. And granted, guys, you know, we're, we're Knicks fans. We want them to do well. This is not a championship team, not at the least. You know, and you could see that there's, there's something there that they can build upon. And you're right. We should call Leon out to the carpet and be like, hey, listen, what's going on? What are you, what, what are you not doing? Why aren't you like, doing things better? You know, and then there's things we've got to call Tibbs on because at the end of the day, he's the one writing up plays. You know, the game last night, the previous game where they lost to the Lakers, like, you know, how do you write up that play for I'm still on that play about Julius Randle getting the ball. You know, and it's just there's a lot of those things happening. But my thing is this. I enjoy the wins. Granted, it was an ugly win yesterday. I take that win and I go with it because with this team, man, we've seen how terrible they can be. And it's like, you know what, this stretch, these past few years, they've been a lot better than what they've been in the past. And, yeah, should we accept mediocrity? No, we shouldn't. But I also feel like, you know what, we're getting some wins. We're getting some good players. We're seeing something. Let's hope that this front office can build upon it, man. You know, that's pretty much it, guys. I appreciate the show. You guys are fantastic. Uh, Enjoy the wedding today, my man. Uh, have a shot on me. Th- there Thanks, you go. buddy. I, I would please tell me it's it's got to be free alcohol, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. Let's yeah, of course. No, here, here's the thing, though, and I get what he's saying. And this is this is the time to really like to to appreciate the fact that the team is 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 good. They're a good team. They have good players. But I think for me, it goes back to you know the year two years ago when they bring in Tibbs and Julius Randle has this unbelievable season. And you get the four seed and then kind of get exposed by Atlanta. And it's like, okay, let's take that next step. What's the next step? Okay, we build on on this great season. Maybe I think with the conversation before the season started was, you know, could be a better team, may not be the four seed, but let's get in the playoffs and give ourselves a better chance to win a playoff round. And they were not a playoff team. Okay, so now we fast forward to this season where it's we got the point guard. It's it's the missing piece. It's the thing we've all been pounding the desk for. We need the point guard. We got him. This is going to be great. We'll be better. And as we sit here now, it's like, no, we're we're kind of the same. We're the same. We're we're the same. Where if we get to the six seed, okay, we're the six seed, but we really have no chance to win the first round of the playoffs. You know, it kind of frustrates me that that callers call in and say, or people, you know, say all the time, it's like, well, I mean, they're 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 going to get better. Like the future is bright. Is it? Is it though? Like with that being negative, like what what's so bright? They're they're pretty good now. I imagine they're going to get in. 
But what what's so gloriously bright that you look at with this team and say, okay, next year, the year after, like, do you can you tell me that R.J. Barrett's going to get better? Is Julius Randle going to well, get better? That would better? be the only thing. That would be the only thing because I think we've seen like this is this is Julius is an All Star again. Like this is the best of Julius. Right. So unless R.J. Barrett gets better or somehow you know Grimes turns into a star, Toppin somehow takes you know, eight steps and becomes a, a really big time player, like. I think this is what they are. Now, I think you miss Mitchell Robinson, and I, I think that's very fair to say. But, I mean, are the Knicks better than this kind of team? And do you look at this version of the Knicks as in three years they're going to be better? Like, are they building towards something, or am I just not seeing it? No, I think that's the problem. And I think the other problem is is that I, I don't think there's a lot of trust built up. Where, yeah, you probably would get articles that Leon Rose got fleeced because there's not a lot of people that trust Leon Rose, and Leon Rose doesn't have a great track. Like, he doesn't have this, this unbelievable track record. He's, this is, he hasn't done the job before. He doesn't have a lot of equity built up. So if all of a sudden you, I mean, they made that deal, and you saw the amount of picks and everyone else that you gave up to get Donovan Mitchell, I'm sure, yeah, the reaction from people would be like, yeah, Leon Rose got fleeced. But if it worked out and he played well and we won. If you were 32 and 17, you would be sitting here saying Leon Rose got fleeced. Of course. You'd say, God, what what a great trade that was. Of course. But, I mean, I think you just just hit it, and, and that's the reason, is that, like every year, you're supposed to be building towards something, and just like get yeah, good players, but what exactly is what is is going to be the thing that kind of gets them to that that level? Because that's what you're trying to get to. You're trying to get to Milwaukee's level, and you're trying to get to the Boston Celtics level. Like you could see it coming with the Celtics because you're like, holy crap, Jason Tatum is going to be a star. Yeah, but those are star players. No, Tatum, know, but, Brown, yeah, right? Yeah, they're just okay, they're, but they're they're genius. Some, yeah, but at some point they weren't. And the Boston fans said, okay, we build this thing the right way. We got nice pieces, and we'll get to that next level because Jason Tatum's going to get to that right. next level, and Jalen Brown's going to get to that next level. We already have guys that are at the best of their level. Julius Randle doesn't, I don't think, have another level. No, he's not, What could he be? Okay, Jalen Brunson is, is this is a, a really nice version of Jalen Brunson. I don't know how much better he is than this. So where's that guy that's going to get us to that next level? We don't have him. We don't have him. I think you're right. This is nice. Give it to you. It says, uh, I'm not a big fan of yours. But when you're right, you're right. Nick's got to do better. So that's that's nice. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. And I said this moments ago to RJ. It was terrifying, Rick. Terrifying. Well, what happened? When he, he went crazy. He started a verbally attacking everybody on the show. You need to watch your mouth when it comes to him. You said I everybody. Had, I think he had to reassert himself is what happened. Yeah, you went after me, you went after Rick, you went after everybody. I didn't go after Ray. Because you guys have this... Because this you guys have this unspoken bond. No, it's not, it's not unspoken. It's, it's perfectly it's spoken. Because I, I know what they do, Rick. They do whatever happens... We stand tall. We stand together. We, whatever, we've been doing this. Happens. We've been doing this for like two, three years now. It's just, it's just me and him. We're the only ones who bother showing up here every day. So, <laughs> we we're in the foxhole. I, t- I tell you what, I would not want to be in a foxhole with you. Why do you say that? Because I think you would turn on me very quickly. You specifically, <laughs> yes. I think. Yeah, that's- yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think if I think if it's talking just about you, then yes. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I think it would be like like the you know the the opposition starts kind of approaching and and gaining ground. Dave, go out there, see what's going on. And <laughs> he, he Dave can commence Operation Meat Shield. You know what he does? He shoots me and and puts his body on top Under. of his. And now he's like, we're all dead in here. <laughs>
<laughs> Dave, do you hear something? Go see what's going on. I'm sure yeah, it's perfectly that's fine. That's what he would do. And let me borrow your helmet while you go out there. Didn't you want to send your wife to check on a noise that you, when you thought somebody broke in? It, it, the TV went on in the middle of the night downstairs. <laughs> you sent your wife. Well, she, and yeah, and she was seven months pregnant, and she's like, <laughs> did you hear that? I was like, I'm sleeping. She's like, somebody's in the house. I was like, well, go check it. She's like, there is no way I'm going downstairs to check that. And I took a, a, a hockey stick that I had autographed by Yaramir Yager and went downstairs, and the dog had jumped on the couch and pressed the on button to the television. Oh, thanks. So listen, I give you credit. You went down there at least. Well, because she yelled at me. Well, of course she did, because you're supposed to be the man. You get up and you go down and check it out. But you think an intruder broke into the house and was like, you know what? I wonder what happened in the Suns Grizzlies game. Uh, have you turned on the television? Have you not paid attention to DHIF every Thursday? Where the people like go into people's houses and they're like making di- like they make themselves a snack. I find it hard to believe that someone broke into the house, was watching television with the volume at that level, thinking nothing bad would come from. Could it. be that guy who uh, who knows where you live. Yeah, has no respect for you at all. He's like, what's what's the worst that's going to happen? Dave's going to come down with a hockey stick. Oh, I'd go right to right to the the Adam's apple. I'll slap right, him around right there. Hockey stick. Yeah, the hockey stick. That's, that would protect you. He'd have that hockey stick out of your hands in two seconds, no, whacking not. you with it. Oh. No, I, I, I'd, I'd break it in two on my knee, and I'd be like ninchucks. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I guarantee you'd probably snap your thigh bone before that stick broke my out. My thigh bone is, is metallic. You can't even imagine <laughs> what that thigh bone is made of. So you know what? Uh, today's a very important anniversary. I believe, it's, I believe it's 15 years. What is it? February 3rd, 2008. You have no idea? No. Fe- really? I bet your A knows. Ray, February 3rd, 2008. Oh, it is. It, it, it's got to be the, the Giants, Giants Super Bowl. Bowl. Got to be. No, no. It's not the Giants Super Bowl. The greatest Super Bowl. It's it's maybe the greatest upset in the history of football is what it is. Beating an, undefeated, really an undefeated and fearless Patriots team. It's got to make you feel good that that's, the one, that that's the one Super Bowl that will haunt Brady and Belichick and everyone forever. The greatest thing ever would be if the Eagles never beat them. If they were 8-2 and two in the Super Bowls and the only ones he lost were to the Giants, would make me feel incredibly great, but I still feel pretty good. Yeah, but you ruined, I mean, that was their chance to be the great, like the... The greatest un- team in the history of football. Undisputed greatest team in football history. Right. And you took it from them. That game was so... That, that's when the, the naked watching started, that playoff run. How could it not? How could that not? It, that it, run? I mean, it started with the Cowboys game. By the time the game was over, naked. Ugh. Then, then don't be so mean. I'm not then being Sherry's mean, friend just... came, because we were living in Raleigh, her friend came down from New York, and she's like, listen, if she's going to watch the game with us, you have to promise me you're going to keep your clothes on. It's like, I'll do the best I can. And I was good. I was good. I went crazy. Field goal goes through. I went nuts, but I kept my clothes on. Super Bowl, naked. Totally I don't. Naked. I don't understand the mindset. I'm just not, it's just not It doesn't make just... sense. No, like that. Your first, your first thought is they're going to start peeling clothes off. Well, I, I'll tell you what happened. I'm watching the, um, I'm watching the game against the Cowboys, and I was becoming angry. Like things were happening, so I, ri- I ripped my shirt. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm watching the game shirtless, pants on, and I don't, something happened. I was like, I got to get these pants off. I unbuckled the <laughs> pants and ripped them off through them. And then I'm watching the game in boxers. And at that point, you let it all go, right? So oh, I. Took off the boxers, threw, threw them in the corner. <laughs> Sherry walks into there. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm naked. She's like, I know you're naked. Why? Why are you naked? Ugh. And yet she stays with you all yeah, these years. She, uh, she adores me. <laughs> I'm naked right now. 
Why wear course. pants? But to, to, to my credit, next week her friend comes to watch the game. Stay fully clothed. Yeah, so you don't get arrested. Why would I get arrested? In no, my why, own home. I can get naked in my own home. Not, I mean, it's no. Why not? They're not in front of some uh, some stranger. She's not a stranger. She was at our wedding party. Okay, but she, is she your close friend? Well, not. she hates me now. Right. Does she want to see you naked? No. No. I, I don't know. I think Sherry's probably the only person that wants to see you naked. You know what? The nastiness thrown at me during the show. I'm not being nasty. I'm awful. Uh, RJ, how many people do you think that wants to see Dave naked? I'm right. not sure many people right. Sherry. want to see that. I'm not even sure Sherry wants but to see you naked. But Dave did. Why, did shi- why is there such nastiness? Well, Dave, like that kind of party. Dave sh- did shine a light on, on you know his confidence with, with his weight loss because he doesn't need any more. You asked him. Why do you think she would want to see you naked? Dave goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Very confident you are. Yeah. I, I don't know why well. there's this just just absolute no. Who would want to possibly see you naked? <laughs> you think there's an I audience say, out there? I think there's good things. <laughs> I don't think there's a long line of people that are like, hey, you know what I want? See Dave Rothenberg naked. And, the, and they're lined up around the corner to see you guys naked? I think my the, line man, would be the male body by rule is not an attractive thing. I mean, yeah, but Rick's Rick's line's probably like the you know the feature roller coaster. Dave, I think I mean you could have a line. It could be we could be talking like you know to throw some darts at some balloons or something. There might be a little line. That's right. I think it's fair to say. First of all, Rick is is a handsome guy who works on his body in the middle of the night every night, so he looks great. I'm not going to diminish from him. But for him to take these shots at me, it feels unfounded and it feels unfair. Dave's going to go find a list of people that would like to see him naked now. Who yes. would you rather see naked, me or Carlin? <laughs> oh, come on. What do you mean? Carlin. <laughs> see, you, you're, you're, you are, honestly, you are a bad human being. Excuse me, ma'am. I know you're picking out oranges. I have a petition here of people that would <laughs> like to see me naked. I think Carlin would be like a fun exercise. Like you try to like, where is that? Where is it? Well, like, like a where's, where's Waldo kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, like where's Waldo? <laughs> What can oh, I find under oh, here? Oh, you're a eunuch. <laughs> what can I find under here? Oh, there's there's the remote. Anyway, 15 years, February 3rd, 2008. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a it's a day we we look at very lovingly in this house. Speaking of Super Bowls, do you see the story that uh, Jason Kelsey, his wife, is like potentially going to have the baby at the Super Bowl? So they do bringing... you remember? I think it was was he on the Falcons? RJ or the Bills? It was an offensive lineman. I think his name was Andy Levitre. Andy Levitre, yeah. And his wife went into labor at the game. I think that also happened with Van Jefferson on the on the Rams. He did, yeah. When they won, he had to go. He left the celebration. I right? think his, his son is named Champ. I believe. Wait, That's during right. the Super Bowl last year? Yeah. After they won, yeah. Oh, I he didn't left. realize that. Yeah, yeah. They but came Levitre, up to him. She went into labor, and she said, "I will deal with the baby after the game," and she stuck it out oh, during the I game. I remember. I do remember that. No, but they're she's flying. They're flying the OBGYN to the Super Bowl just in case. So Smart. he would del- he would deliver at the stadium. No, not at the stadium. <laughs> at the stadium, you what's animal. Wrong with you. <laughs> well, what do you, what do you mean? What's wrong with line? me? No, at the hospital. Well, why? Do, why does she need that specific OB? I'm sure any what? any OB would be fine. Because no woman wants to just go some random OB in Arizona. Why, why, why do women? Why call? do women go to any OB? Are you serious? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? You think every doctor is available 24-7? They go away they, and somebody's on call for them. They, they made this doctor available for them. <laughs> they can do that. I guess they can. Well, good for them. Must be nice. Any OB will do, though. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You think they, they go to the hospital? Available. 
the guy on call, I'm sure, is great. You don't think you get the, the best of the best during the Super Bowl? Probably not. No? No. I mean, yeah, and she's probably comfortable with this person. This is her third kid. They planned that out poorly. Did, huh? did When either of your sons were born, did, did Sherry have any OB taking care of things? The first one, the guy was in, uh, uh, the best. He was, he was crazy. He's like, I never take vacation if I have a, a child going to be born. But the second guy happened to be there. But there was a, and she also had a C-section, so it was planned. But he said, if you go into labor the weekend prior, I'm not going to be around. Whoever's covering for me will we'll deliver the baby. So why didn't you have the first guy for the second? Because we lived in a different state. Ah, Yeah, the first one was in North Carolina. No, the first one was in New York. The second one was second in North was North Carolina. Carolina man. Yeah. yeah, Alex is born in North Carolina. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think I'm treated all that nicely on the show, and I'll leave it. At I that. think you're the star of the show. No, <laughs> I'm the also ran. RJ, am I going to get an out time here? Or is it just guess whenever I'd like? You already blew past it, actually. No, I never had it. <laughs> no, it was up. No, no it's a it lie. Not. Rick, was it, was the out time up? <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything. Listen, the longer you go, you the take later shots at RJ. He'll he'll go right after. I you. don't want to get caught up in this mess. It was I, up, it was up in yellow and then red. I was just watching it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think in, I think you're hallucinating. No, I, well, I'll tell you, it, it didn't. I think you're doing LSD, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, look at that. No, it, it did clock winding down numbers. No, I'm not, I'm not you with time, and there, it's just too much to handle. <laughs> we are now two minutes past. Yeah. Let's break. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.